Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hello, Clever Investors, and welcome to another show. I have been teaching adults how to do things for, this is my 29th year, and over the last 20 years I've taught people how to invest in property, finance to do with property, and lots of things like that that I love. I regularly stand up in front of groups, and when we're talking about investing, I tell people to not get emotional about buying an investment property. I tell them that you need to fall in love with the home that you're going to buy, but don't get emotional about the investment property. It is a business decision um, because as soon as we start getting emotional, I tell people that that's when you're going to start making silly decisions. Then my perspective on this changed a while ago when I read a blog article written by somebody that I've worked with now for many years and also like me has a background in broking and runs the client services department at Blue Wealth Property and she made me think about it all. Our guest in the studio today is Fiona McGovern and I'm going to put a link up for the actual article but you wrote a piece that's called getting emotional about your investment property. I did. And thanks for having me, Owen. Tell me then, why did you get emotional about buying your investment property and why does it actually make sense? Look, I get emotional at everything. I, if you see me watching the last episode of any of the Bake Off shows, I cry. It's I've, just who I am. I've got to point out to everybody as well that Fiona is a trained chef and she's an amazing <laughs> baker as well. And she bakes when she's under stress. So I keep her under a constant amount of stress. <laughs> you try your best to do that, yes. <laughs> so why I I stand in front of, and you've seen me, you know, mm. present to, you know, many, many people over the years, what am I doing wrong? You're not doing anything wrong. You, you're actually, you're right and so am I, which is, sounds a bit weird that you say don't get emotional but I say to get emotional. But there's, there's two different things here. So... What I'm saying is get emotional about, you know, the fact that you've bought a property. You've achieved something that not many people have achieved and it's something to be very excited about. And excitement is an emotion. But, you know, you also want to be proud of what you've done and you want to tell all your friends. So I want you to share that. I'm excited for you. So when you come to me with your property purchase, I'm the most excited person in this business for you. And I'll tell you that, but I don't want you to, to get emotional about where the toilet roll holder is because that's not really relevant to to the property and tenants aren't going to care about where the loo roll holder is, where the towel rail is, how big the kitchen sink is. So don't get emotional about those things because they're things that don't really matter in the long term. But get excited about what you've done and be emotional about that and be proud of what you've achieved. When should this emotion come into buying an investment property then? Right from the start. Right from the very start? Yep. 
<laughs> right from the very start. And, yeah, I've been telling everybody for years, like, just treat it like a business. Well, it is a business and, you know, you do need to treat it like a business, but why can't you be proud of what you've achieved? Why can't you be excited about what you've achieved? They're both emotions. Why not embrace that? I think some of it is um, is a little bit of tall poppy syndrome probably in Australia in that uh, I know even amongst my group of friends, um, you know, having run the you know, my, my finance business for years and they all knew what I do, um, but it took a lot of courage for them to ever approach me about having a conversation of how do they grow their wealth. Uh, and I always took it, and I still do now, um, take it as a great honour when when uh, friends and family members as well uh, want to talk about uh, finance. And a lot of them want to keep it undercover. They don't want to tell other people. They don't want to sort of share that, that, that kind of victory thing there as well. So do you think that some of this keeping the emotion down is because people don't want to show off? Look, I think it is. And I think that, you know, sometimes we are scared to share how we feel or we're scared to share um, the realities of our, our life. But most of our friends are not actually going to judge us for feeling that way or for what we're doing. And most of our friends are going to be excited for us if we tell them what we've achieved. So this is becoming emotional then about the it's not so much the actual property, it's the fact that you're, we're, we're achieving something It's definitely not about the property, Owen. It's definitely not. Because you can't, you can't let your emotions dr- drive where you buy or what you're actually buying. That needs to be – you need to use your head more for that. You need to be sensible about, you know, make, how you're making those decisions. And that's one of the great things about Blue Wealth is it's research-based. That's not – an overly emotional um, part of the business, but you know, it, it those things are important. They are just as important about as you know, getting excited about it. So the business side, yeah, you you have to, you know, you have to keep your business head on, and that's where you're buying what you're buying. But then the excitement still has to be there with the pride and, you know, the pride of what you've achieved. So we we do agree, and I don't have to change that. You don't get emotional about the actual, let's call it the business process of of selecting the property, of the numbers side of things. But it's good to be, it, it's good to have that excitement then about um, building this business around you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Please don't change your presentation because <laughs> what you say is is actually really important as well. But you know, you also display that excitement with what you do. When you present, you can see that excitement in what you're doing. That's an emotion too, Owen, sorry. (laughs) And I think that, you know, I think that what you say in these events and what you, what you teach um, when you're, when you're presenting is just as important. And, you know, telling people to, to keep those emotions down when it comes to making those business decisions is actually really important. Mm. Well, it does stop us making, it stops us making silly decisions at the beginning, but then also during the process, um, the, we're not making decisions based on fear. We're not, we're not, we're not jumping at things. And I know, I mean, we sit right next to each other in the office on a daily basis and I hear your conversations a lot with people um, and Quite, quite naturally, people worrying about things that haven't happened will probably never happen. 
And that's quite simply because they've just never done this before. So it's all part of having the right team around you. And my favourite saying, you know, knowledge is power. So um, this this emotion that you can go through should be for for all the right reasons. Now, it's obviously worked for you and worked for you and your husband because you've got a 21-year-old daughter that's got an investment property, right? <laughs> now, when I was 21, I was getting drunk and falling over. That <laughs> that was all I really sort of did with my life back then. So do you think that this emotion, this excitement that you have with it, do you think that it's actually got part to do with your daughter at 21 buying her first property? I think that it's actually a bit of both. It's the business head and the emotion, to be honest. She she sits on the couch with me watching Bake Off and she, you know, hands me the tissues. Um, and, you know, that excitement of us buying an investment property has, you know, it has gone down to our kids. And, yes, you know, that helped, that contributed to her wanting to buy a property. But also the fact that we are rational about it and we, you know, we're thoughtful and consider our options meant that she sat back and and thought very carefully about what she was doing and could she afford it. So she really did put that, you know, that sensible hat on um, when she was doing it as well. I can tell you the pride that I feel for the fact that my daughter has has purchased her first investment property. Um, I I can't even describe that. You know, it's such an amazing feeling. so I, th- I think it's a it's a lot of both. I mean, this is a loaded question because I know all the answers to this, but uh, she's 21 now. When did the conversations around money, when did you talk as a family freely about, you know, money and wealth and... and I don't think that we've ever not talked about it. Our dinner tables um, conversation is pretty intense and pretty varied and, you know, we talk about the economy, we talk about politics. So it's always been part of their world. And, you know, I'm a big believer that our schools probably don't set our kids up for um, their financial future as well as they could because they don't talk about real life. They don't talk about tax. They don't talk about superannuation. Whereas our dinner table has, that's always been a topic of conversation. So from a very young age, they were, you know, it's just been part of their world. And then when my husband and I bought our first investment property, you know, we, it was a pretty crazy time. You know, we had the contracts issued and a week later my husband had a heart attack and I'm sitting there thinking, can I actually do this? Can we do this? Oh, my God, what am I doing? Um, and he's, he's okay, he, by the he's way. Okay. He's okay. <laughs> he is okay. Um, and, you know, our kids were, were teenagers but they were part of that conversation. It was part of their world as well and that was important because it's a life lesson that they need to – you know, they need to be involved in that. We didn't shelter them from any of it. So to them it was just part of life was to go on that journey and buy an investment property you know, and set yourself up future. And the reason why I brought that up is that I think it's actually by having these open conversations, by having these dinner table conversations around it. And also, um, I mean, we're fortunate. We've, got, we've both got a, a background in finance, so we can answer a lot of these, these questions. It, it's okay to, for a parent to, to, to not know the answers and to, to go out and, 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 and seek it. And seek it. So we've had quite a few clients where they've come as families to, to my presentations, to the, to the events that we've put on. There's even a, 
a uh, you know a, a, a family and kids one that we that we do as well. And I know your daughter had been at that years ago <laughs> as well. Yeah, and look, that's one of the great things about working at Blue Wealth is that my kids are exposed to this education that you know is is absolutely incredible. Most kids are not exposed to this, and the fact that from a fairly young age they started to learn all of this. They started to learn, you know, about buying an investment property, about superannuation. And it, it really wasn't just, you know, the dinner table is a big part of it, but they're exposed to it with what I do for work as well. So Sarah's not here. You can answer for her. <laughs> is she emotional about buying this investment property? Yeah, she is. Yeah? Yeah. She's She shows everyone, you know, on her app what she's bought she tells people about it she's i think a bit scared in some respects because it's something that she's never done before and i think that that's quite normal to to have that level of fear but she doesn't jump at shadows with it she you know when she has those moments that she feels a little overwhelmed she takes a step back she has a conversation and you know we walk through you know what it looks like from a financial perspective she settles down and gets excited again about it you know, she's saving really hard. She's really sensible about it and she just, you know, sitting back, saving, waiting for it to to all happen and, um, you know, have a tenant and be able to say that she's one of those few Australians that owns an investment property. The 8.7% of Australia. So she's still has the emotion of fear, even though her mother is in the position that you're in. You're the, you know, the, the head of client services there. You deal with all of this. Yeah. So she's still allowed to go through that. You know, she's still, it's okay to have that fear. I think it's okay to have that fear as long as you're not jumping at shadows. But I think that, you know, fear is a natural part of, of what we go through every day. You know, if you, if you open a newspaper, if you jump onto a, you know, website that, is run by one of the newspapers. If you jump onto social media, there's a lot of noise out there that can help, you know, add to that fear. And it's about taking a step back from that and, you know, com- almost compartmentalising it and realising what it actually is and then looking at what the reality is and you know, just relaxing from, from those fears because most of the time it's something that you can overcome and once, you, once you've once you overcome that, you can head back into the excitement. Thank you for coming in and talking with me today about this. Um, you you have actually changed the, the way that I pitch things towards people now. I won't be quite as cold-hearted <laughs> with it. Um, but I do. I do thoroughly agree with you. Um, you... Don't get emotional about the actual property. Get emotional about the excitement of growing your wealth and achieving something as well. Thanks for having me, Owen. Thank you. I'll see everybody again next week for another edition of the Clever Investor Podcast. You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders. Blue Wealth Property. Blue Wealth have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au.